on last week, we talked about winning, right? Can you look at somebody and just say, I'm winning? Okay. Y'all didn't say it like you believed it. Okay. This is the fourth quarter of the year. And so this is that time where everything you got that's coming from the bottom of your heart, you got to burst that energy and make sure you win this game. Somebody just shout, I'm winning. Good. And so on last week, we talked about winning and the necessary tools to be a winner. Uh, real quick recap. First uh, Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24 through 27. You don't have to pull it up. Just write this down. If you're going to win, you got to have confidence. You got to have discipline. And you got to have purpose. You got to have confidence. You have to be disciplined. <clears throat> and you got to have purpose. And so I was trying to leave that whole winning thing alone, but the Lord wouldn't let me leave it. And so he says to me, if, if, if you're pronouncing and declaring that you're a winner, you got to have a game plan. And so tonight I want to talk about the game plan. Okay? And so the game plan starts in Rebecca chapter 2, verse 2. Can you get that on the screen? We're going to talk about this uh, for the next half hour or so. Um, I, I'm learning how uh, when God wants to speak, sometimes you have to just shut up, right? And so when he's moving like that and his, his, his presence is tangible, like you could grab it, you want to make sure you make the most of that opportunity. Amen. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2, can you get that on the screen? <clears throat> it says, and the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. Write the vision and make it plain. So let's let's start here. If you're going to have a game plan, it's important that you write it down. Okay? Every believer should have a vision and a plan to get the vision done. Write that in your notes. Every believer should have a vision and a plan to get it done. Now, you just can't have a vision. You got to make sure that you write the vision. This is important because you want to make sure that you write the things that you want to see God do so that as he do them, you can check them off. Right. Some of y'all ain't had a checklist in a while, but I'm believing God for some things. I think we're going to put something else on our list tonight. So I need God to do these things. And so. Since 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 I, I'm planning to go somewhere and I have a vision, I need to make sure I write it down. Here's why you write it. If you can write it, you can see it. If you can see it, you can say it. I'll say that again. If you write it, you can see it. If you see it, you can say it. Go to Proverbs 18.21. This is important. This is important. Proverbs 18.21. He says this. I need to write it so I can see it, so I can see it, so I can say it. Right? He says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit of it. Which means, whatever comes out of your mouth, that's the fruit that you release that you eat. So if, 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 if you look at this in, in detail, they don't give you a whole lot of options. It's only two. So either you're speaking life or you speak in death. If I had time to preach, I would preach, watch your mouth. 
Because many of us don't understand the reason why we're living in an environment that we're living in is because we created it. You do know that you can frame your world with your words in Hebrews chapter 3. You got to understand that whatever you're putting in the atmosphere is establishing itself. And so whatever you say, you eat. And so you got to write it down so you can see it. So you can see it and then you can say it. Go to Romans chapter 10 verse 17. It's good already. I ain't even really gotten into it yet. This is why it's important for you to write it and see it so you can say it because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Now, I need you to understand this, this, this first line right before the comma. It says faith comes by hearing. So you need to understand when you're releasing your vision through faith, you're hearing it by faith. You do. You ever heard the term, uh, or you ever seen somebody have to like psych themselves up? And, and <laughs> uh, uh, football players oftentimes go through this thing where they put they they little talk under their eyes and they talk to themselves. I'm the greatest wide receiver to ever play the game. They lacing up their shoes. I'm the best basketball player that ever stepped on the court. The reason why they're saying that is because. They need to hear themselves say that so that they can can confirm who they really are. And so it's important that you write this vision so you can see it. When you see it, you can say it. Say amen to that. So now, that's the vision part. Now here are the keys to a good game plan. It starts with that vision. Got to have a vision. Okay? Somebody say, I got to have a vision. Now if you don't have a vision, it's the fourth quarter. You might want to get one real quick. Right, October is moving fast, so you you mess around be December thirteenth that you might not make. So write it down, write it down. Okay, now here are the keys to having a good game plan. Okay, y'all ready? Anybody watch sports? Any type of sports? Any type of team contests? Okay, have you ever been on somebody's team? How many of you know teamwork makes the dream work? Okay, all right. I figure I get you somewhere. Okay, so the keys to having a good game plan. Now, I need you to really, really receive this word tonight. Number one, you got to know your personnel. In this season, in my winning season, I got to make sure that I know my personnel. Who are the people that's rolling with me in this season? You got to know who you're serving and who you're working alongside. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 7. In the New King James. KYP. Uh, I live by this. Chris. This is like one of my themes in my life. And it has, it has helped me tremendously. From going off on people. No. Listen. Because if you don't know who you're dealing with. You'll haul off and go off. But when you understand who they are, you only can expect them to do what they do. If you've been lying your whole life, I expect you to keep lying. I'm not going to get mad. You're a liar. No, we, 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 deep in, we real deep in church. This is real. You, when you know who you're dealing with, you know how you got that one guy that always see you and be like, hey man, I'm going to call you next week. 
and you be like, all right, but you get mad when they don't call. But if you just know who you talking to, you won't even expect to call. Ain't no sense of even getting mad. I knew you weren't going to call when you said it. First Thessalonians chapter five, verse 12, New King James Version. He says, and we urge you, brethren, to recognize those who labor among you. We urge you, brethren, to recognize those who labor among you. Make sure in this season, as we, as we close out this year, you have the right people around you. Okay? Not just people. You want the right people around you. First John, uh, John chapter 4, verse 1. You got to have people in your life that you can depend on, right? Uh, y'all know I'm a basketball fan, so I like basketball. So do you remember when uh, the Bulls was playing the Jazz? They were on the bench. Michael Jordan says to Steve Kerr, when they double team me, I'm going to pass you the ball, make the shot. Steve Kerr says, I got you. Mike had to have enough trust. And listen, this the game was on the line, Doc. And had you not had somebody that you can depend on to help you win the game, you're going to lose every time. Am I making sense? So anyway, the play that goes out, sure enough, Scotty gives Mike the ball. Here come the double team. Mike take two dribbles. Kerr swings to the middle. Boom. Free throw line jumper. Pow. Bulls win. It's over. Steve Kerr says, if you give me the ball, I'm going to hit it. Because I know that you're depending on me to win the game. I got a question. How many people do you have in your life that's going to say, if you give me the ball, I'm going to hit the shot because I know you're depending on me to hit it, y'all. So in this season, you got to make sure that you have the right people. First John chapter four, verse one, King James, it says, beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. In other words, you're going to have plenty of people say what they're going to do. But when it's time to show up, they're not going to show up. And this is the fourth, fourth quarter, Jack, 2018. I need you to be what you said you're going to be. So when I pass you the ball, you in position, take the shot because I'm depending on you. And one of the issues that we have in the body of Christ, we're dependent on certain people and they never show up. And so I don't know if you're the one looking for the person or if you're the person that's dropping the ball. But whatever your role is, you need to be where you're supposed to be. So what I love about Jesus, see, Jesus got the 12 disciples. He already knew who they were. He knew that Pete and James, he knew they was fishermen. So he already knew that your, your response and your conversation is probably going to be about fish. Matthew, tax collector. Chances are you're going to be talking about money. Well, you know, Pastor, we didn't, we didn't, Pastor Jesus, we didn't make budget today. <laughs> you know, when he started talking about feeding 5,000, the first person to say something was Matthew. Hey, we ain't got, what, that ain't in the budget. <laughs> That's... <laughs> I, you, you know that's my thing now. We ain't got no money. Luke, Luke, Luke was a physician. So when people got sick, you better believe Luke was like, you know he can't see right, Jesus. Now. 
do you not know Jesus understood the people around him. That's what made the ministry so successful. Because everybody that was close to him was supposed to play a role in him getting to his destiny. That's why he didn't slap Judas. No, I'm, I'm being for real. Because me, if I'm at the table and the Lord done already showed me that you're going to betray me, I'm going to slap you and I'm going to get all the rest of the disciples. We're just going to get in line. Just... But no, Jesus understood who was rolling with him and he understood that everybody had a part to play so he can get there. So if Jesus had to know his personnel, you got to know your personnel. Why is that so important? Because you got to understand that there's power in agreement. Okay, Matthew 18, 19 says, again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst. Agreement, understand this, agreement works both ways, good and bad. So in this game plan that we got for the fourth quarter, you need to check your roster. If you don't supposed to be in my, in my team, you got to get off my team. If you don't supposed to be in my life right now, you need to get out of my life. I love you, but you can't roll with me. It's the fourth quarter. The game is on the line. And so if you're not with me, then you're against me. So I need you to get off my team. It's not hard. I don't understand how it is that, that we can't tell nobody no. You can wake up in the morning and decide that you're not going to come to church, but you can't tell your girl you can't go hang out. You get in the mirror. You talk to yourself. Remember I said, if you can see it, you can say, uh, oh, I'm sick. I ain't going to go to church today. Oh, I just don't feel good. But when your girl calls, hey, you know, we're having a barbecue. You know, it's going to be on. We got all the drinks you need. You can get. Okay. <laughs> agreement. Agreement works both ways. So you got to be careful not to connect yourself with the wrong team. That's important. I got Bible. Go to 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 14 uh, in the message. I'm going to just go right there. 2 Corinthians chapter 6. This is, this is just the first key. I think if we could get this first key, we're going to have a real good chance of winning. Because many of you have been dependent on people who not even on your team in the first place. Do you think I would call somebody to borrow money from when I know you were the one that prayed against me having money? That's absurd. What? 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 Why? I know you didn't want me to get the promotion. But I'm going to come to you and say, hey, I'm sure today, can you buy me lunch? No, I'm not. You ain't even on my team. Well, how about I buy you lunch? Bible says, bless those that, okay. Okay, so <laughs> make sure, get this good. Make sure you're not connecting yourself with people that's on the wrong team. I like the message. Can y'all see this? Don't become partners with those who reject God. 
How can you make a partnership out of right and wrong? That's not a partnership. That's war. Mm. Some of y'all are like, man. Is light best friends with dark? Does Christ go strolling with the devil? Do trust and mistrust hold hands? Who would think of setting up pagan idols in God's holy temple? Come on. But that is exactly what we are. Each of us are a temple in whom God, in whom God lives. God himself put it this way. I've lived in them, moved into them, and I'll be their God and they'll be my people. So leave the corruption and compromise. Leave it for good, says God. Watch this. Don't link up with those who will pollute you. Make sure that you have people in your life that can speak life and not pollute you. What does that look like? Polluted people have a different language than we have. And so in this season, I'm saying stuff like the fourth quarter is my best quarter. I'm showing up. I believe God is finna work miracles in my life. I believe God is finna show up. I may get a raise. I don't know. Whatever God is doing, I receive. People that pollute you say stuff like, you really think that? If God was going to do it, he would have did it already. It's already winter. This is what polluted people say. You know what? We got, we got uh, how many days? 82 days left in this year. And you're saying stuff like, these next 82 days, I'm expecting God to blow my mind. Polluted people say stuff like, well, how you know it's 82 days? Watch this. 82 days, I believe that that job that I applied for three months ago, I think they're going to call me. I believe I receive it in Jesus' name. If they ain't called you by now, they ain't going to call you. Those are polluted people. And in this season of my life, I don't need no pollution in my life. You know what pollution is, right? When you have pollution, you can't breathe. Y'all ain't saying nothing. It's hard to breathe. It's hard for you to move when stuff is polluted. And some of y'all stuck because you're around people that's polluting your life. You can't even breathe when you get around them. You need to get rid of those. Go to Luke chapter 8 verse 18. Let me tell you why. Yeah. Hey, get, listen, man, get at, you can't talk to me. Some people just, you, listen, I'm so zoned in, I, I'm careful what I say to people. Good morning, how are you? I'm, I'm okay, how are you? That's it. And you know, what? because what, at my job, you know, they, everybody called me pastor. Like, hey, pastor, what's the word today? And I say something like supernatural increase. Why, why I got to be supernatural? Because you're polluted. Now going on down. <laughs> Luke chapter 8 verse 18. Listen. Give me. Do I want to do Luke? No, I'll go back to Luke. Do Mark chapter 4 verse 24 in the New King James. Yeah, we're going to go back to that in the New King James. But I want to do Mark first. 
Mark chapter 4, verse 20. Then he said to them, take heed what you hear. Watch this. Why? With the same measure you use, it will be measured to you. And to you who hear, more will be given. Which means that you got to be careful what you're hearing. Because when you're hearing pollution, you'll begin to talk pollution. And that's what will be measured to you, pollution. Now go to Luke chapter 8 verse 18. New King James. Not only do you need uh, to take heed what you hear. He says, therefore, take heed how you hear. For whoever has, to him more will be given. Which means you got to position yourself in a certain way to receive what's being said. Here's, here's why. If faith comes by hearing the word of God, then fear, doubt, confusion, low self-esteem, rejection, uh, 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 um, fear, nervousness, all of that stuff comes from hearing people. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. Fear comes by hearing the words of people that's talking polluted talk. You've been training yourself all year to get this position. And you don't let polluted people talk you out of getting what God has promised you. In this season, I'm clogging my ears to naysayers. I don't want to hear, no, we can't give it to you. A wise man once told me, if the person that tells you no, tells you no, you're not talking to the right person. No, is there somebody else I can talk to? Because... No, I'm serious. In this season, and I, and I know I'm, I, I feel about Holy Ghost. Many people, you just at the point where you say, I ain't even going to ask no more. I done asked three times already. Go back and take heed how you hear. You telling me no means that I'm asking the wrong person. Can you go get your manager? I remember, Chris, we went to go get a drum set. <laughs> And my pastor at the time, a serious businessman. So we buy a drum set and they just had us waiting way too long. So he says to the sales manager, the sales guy, he said, hey, we've been here like 30 minutes. I want to buy the drum set. We ready to pay. We, we don't need nothing else. What's the problem? Oh, 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 I, I'll be, I'll be right. I'll be right with you. You know what? You're not going to be with me. Go get the manager. The manager sends the mini manager. You know, there's always a guy before the manager. So he comes, yes, you know, uh, what do you guys need? He said, I just want to buy these drums. I don't need nothing extra. But I've been here for about 30 minutes, and it's taken entirely too long. Well, what? oh, you can't get the real manager. That's the dude that be upstairs in the back, but don't nobody know where his office at. Go get him. He comes out. They have a conversation. I'm not sure exactly what they said. But when we left, we got the drums, we got cymbals, we got sticks, we got extra pedals, we got all of this extra stuff. And he tells me, he say, look, son, in the future, when you want something that you don't really need, you go to the supervisor and take your grievances to them and watch them give you more than what you asked for. 
I don't just want the car. You took too long. I want the car with the rims. Okay. 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 Number, number one. Number one. KYP, know your personnel. All right? Take inventory over your life and see who's in your life because you got to make sure that you got people around you that's speaking the right stuff, that's saying the right stuff. If they talking negative, put them on mute. You ever seen the movie Click? Adam Shanley, he took that remote and he just mute you. You just don't. That's right. I don't want to hear you. You're muted. Make sure you had the right people. So number one, know your personnel. Number two, find your role in the game. Find your role in the game. Got to understand that you have been given a responsibility in this particular walk and you got to make sure that you find it and you got to get in it. Got to find where you fit in in this season. You don't want to be out of position. You don't want to be in the wrong place. You don't want to be in the out of season. Some of y'all, you're supposed to be in your summer season and you still got your winter coat on. No. Put the right stuff on. Be prepared for where you're going. If you're believing God to do something supernatural, start acting like it's already happening. I remember when, I always got a story, right? I guess I'm turning into a word of faith guy. <laughs> I remember before I had my nice car, right? I had this Dodge Caliber. And I'm cleaning this thing, man. And you know what I'm saying? I'm washing it. And my wife's like, look, man, that car raggedy. What are you doing? I'm like, I'm driving it like it's the car that I really want. I'm preparing my, y'all better catch this revelation. I'm preparing myself so when it happens, I won't be out of place. I'm preparing my speech for when my supervisor say, I don't know why I'm giving you this, but we ran into some extra money, so we wanted to give you a bonus. Oh, well, thank you. Because I know my role. That type of stuff's supposed to happen to me. We were at breakfast, and I got ready to pull my card out, and before I put it out, the lady said, uh, the guy, he said, the lady over there paid your ticket. I was like, what lady? The lady over there. I said, I received and got up, said thank you, and walked out because I felt like that type of stuff supposed to happen. So I'm practicing. Watch this. I'm role playing. Y'all, 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 go to Romans chapter 12. Y'all think this is a joke. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. Your, your role is important. Your role is important. What, what you do is important. Romans 12, chapter 4. Chapter 12, verse 4. Yeah. We're going to go to verse 8. You with me, Chris? No. Go to 4, then we're going to go to verse 8. Okay. For as we have many members in one body. Please, watch this. But all the members do not have the same function. So we being many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. Go to 6. He says, heaven then gives different according to the grace that's given. Let us use them. If it's prophecy, then prophesy. If it's portion of faith, then come on. Verse 7. Or if, if it's ministry, let us use our ministry. He who has teaching, then teach. Verse 8. He who exhorts, then exhorts. He who, have, who gives, gives liberty. Y'all know how to read it, right? He who leads, leads with diligence. He who shows mercy with cheerfulness. The point that I'm trying to get is 
Everybody has a role to play. And so you need to know what your role is and not get upset when don't nobody give you stuff when you're out of position. You can't want the ball and when I get ready to pass it to you, you're on the sideline pulling up your socks. That's how the body of Christ is set up. We so busy doing church stuff, we're out of position. But we want God to open up the window and pour us out a blessing. So when he's opening up the window and ready to pour the blessing on you, you over there because you're out of place. Know where you're supposed to be in this season. Somebody say, find your role. Don't just, don't just know where you're supposed to be. You need to understand what you're supposed to be doing. That's why I said you need to start role playing. Because I believe that in these next, how many days? 82 days. I believe in God for supernatural increase. So I need to start role playing and preparing myself to receive supernatural increase. So when I get a phone call and somebody say, hey, I need to pay your car off, but I need to know exactly how much it is. Well, the balance on my Audi A6 is $7,647.32. That's called role playing because I need to know that in this season of my life, anything is possible. Some of some of y'all in debt and you don't even know how much your debt is. So when somebody comes to you and say, I believe the Lord is calling me to pay somebody's debt. How much is your debt? Uh, you you out of place. You need to be role playing. My debt is 80,700. You, you understand what I'm saying? Role play and then role play receiving it. Don't fall out. Boy, we so churchy. Somebody say, man, I want to bless you. I just want to give you something for, you know, buy you a little lunch. <laughs> get up. I receive. Go and get you a little sandwich and go on about your bit. Because we don't practice that stuff. Elbow your neighbor and say, you better practice. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 4. Everybody got a purpose. The Lord has made all for himself. Yes, even the wicked for the day of doom. That ain't what I said. Did I say Proverbs 16? May I say the Lord has made everything for his own purpose. We're in New King James Version. See you in position. All y'all wasn't practicing. Let's look in the new living. Let's see if that's what it is. What? The Lord has made everything for his own purposes. Even the wicked for a day of disaster. Which means you don't even have to fight your enemies. They got something coming. All you got to do is be in your purpose, y'all. I didn't even put that in my notes. Some of y'all are so busy trying to fight your enemies, you out of place. The Bible says in in 2 Chronicles, stand still and see the salvation. It didn't say go over there and mess with him every now and then and go over there and hit him upside there. No, stand still and let him do what he going to do so you can be in position to get what's coming. Everybody got something to do. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 6 through 8 in the New King James. I want you to get this. 
Because I need you to be in place. People are depending on you. If y'all all on my team, <laughs> y'all be, look, y'all don't understand the competitive drive I got. I do not like to lose. I was beating Ebony at the church picnic with the big dominoes. We was on the ground, the dominoes this big. I was like, give me 15. Anybody else like that? I just don't like to lose. I'm sorry. I, I don't like to lose. I don't like to lose. I can lose gracefully, but I would rather not. I'd rather not. I'm sorry. I'd rather not lose. I beat my wife in everything we play. That's why she don't play. She already know. I'm like, come on, baby. <laughs> Let's play a little cards. We love each other. Play a little card. Nah, nah, because you beat. <laughs> Every, everybody got a part to play. In this season, everybody has to play their part. And so, Paul writes to the church of Corinth, and he makes it plain how everybody has a role. And if everybody plays their role, God gets increased, right? He says, I plant Apollo's waters, which means, you know, Apollo's is a different person, right? That's not Paul, okay? So, Paul plants, Apollo's comes and waters, God gives the increase, which means, every, yeah, I'll read the rest. So, so then neither he who plants is anything, nor he who waters, but God who gives the increase. Now he who plants and he who waters are one. And each one will receive his own reward according to his labor. That's why it's important for you to make sure that you got the right people in place. Because if my job to plant the seed, you got to be on point with watering the seed because God is ready to give increase. Many of us are doing our job, but the person that we're depending on, they're not doing their job. So God is not getting increased. And so what happens when the drain is not flowing, it gets clogged up. And many believers are upset and frustrated because their spiritual flow in life is clogged up. It's simply because the people that you got in your life, they're not doing what they're supposed to do. If I'm going to plant the seed, come on and water the seed so God can get increased. Or else we're going to have a drained up, clogged up pipe. Now we got to get the plunger. Got to get the, what's the thing? That thing, I don't even know how that thing unclogged. It's old and nasty and you're going to stick me. We don't want to do that. So know your personnel. Get in your position. Because if I pass you the ball and you drop it, I'm going to be mad. No. I love you. I'm going to be mad. If Steve Kerr would have dropped that pass, I could promise you Mike would have choked him up. Don't, y'all don't act like Michael Jordan was there. Oh, he's sweet. That's Mike. No, Mike was choking them dudes up in practice. Oh, the basketball, y'all know. You wondering why dude hurt on the bench? He didn't get hurt from practice. He got hurt because Mike whooped him. If I pass you the ball, take the shot. Be in position to get the ball and take the shot. Ain't nothing worse than you turning around. You ain't even in position. So, again, either you're the person who's dependent on somebody or you're the person who's not where they're supposed to be. So, you, that's between you and the Lord. You got to figure that out. So, number one, KYP, know your personnel, 
Make sure you got the right people around you. Number two, know your role. When we're in timeout, if the coach say you go over there and stand in a three-point line, don't be over here by me. I wish I had the time to talk about being out of place. That's why there's so many collisions in the body of Christ. Because there's so many people out of place. It's three lanes on the expressway. Slow. Moderate. Fast. Right? If you are a slow driver, you can't get in the fast lane. You're going to have people blowing horns. They're going to be cussing. They're going to drive past you and throw a rock at you. You know what I'm saying? But if you the slow driver, just be cool. And here's another thing. I'm going to give you this for free. Know your role and do it at your own pace. I'm only going to drive 55. So you can, my mama was like that. She'd get on the expressway and I'm like, ma, really? She's like, look, I ain't in no rush. They can go around me. I'm good. And I'm, oh, we're going to be late. <laughs> she, she wasn't even bothered. That's how we need it. When you get in your position and you get in your place, go at your own pace. Don't make nobody push you on the pulpit. I know you can pray. That don't mean you're no preacher. I know the Lord gave you revelation, but that don't mean you're no prophet. You had one dream that came true and you want to prophesy to the nations. And I hear the Lord say, no, no. KYP, know your role. And last but not least, practice your praise. Which means in this season, if you believe in God for something supernatural, you need to start preparing yourself to receive. Drive the car that you're in like it's the car that you want. Live in the apartment like it's the crib that you want. You should go home tonight and just bump into something and be like, you know what? This little bitty chair shouldn't even be in here. <laughs> go in the house and just make up an echo like your house is that big. Hello, 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 hello. Hey, 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 hey. No, you, y'all think I'm joking. But a good part of faith is acting on what you believe. You might not have it, but you need to practice like you got it. Okay. All right. Recap. Number one. Know your personnel. Number two. Find your role in the game. Number three. Practice your plays if you want. Scripture for that, Philippians 4 and 9 says, keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me. Everything you heard from me and saw me doing, then the God of peace will be with you. Philippians 4 and 9. The more practice, the more prepared you are. You can get on. The more prepared you are, the more you position yourself to receive. I believe that in the next 82 days, somebody going to get something supernatural. And I look, and I'm, I'm telling you, I need you to act like you got some sense when you get it. You ever got a check in the mail and you just kind of just fainted? And the post, <laughs> the mailman, like, I ain't even gave you you. Because you know what, when you get an envelope with a check in it, right? You know what that look like. <laughs> you don't even need me to open it. You're like, it's a check. 
I got a check two weeks ago. I was on 10. I'm like, yes, Lord, I received. We opened that check. It was like $3. So I told, I told my wife, I said, you know what? I'm going to leave that check right there and act like it's six zeros on it. She's like, okay, we receive. But boy, I was so mad, I wasn't expecting that one. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Come on, clap your hands for the word.